If you're a Cleveland Browns fan looking for a break from the emotional roller coaster that is the price we pay for loving and hating our Browns, then a big welcome to Cleveland Browns Anonymous, a group therapy podcast to help you survive the season. So let's start our meeting. Hi, everybody. It's time for the regular season and the Cleveland Browns and our First podcast in a long time. With me again is my podcast partner, Brooke Riley. Brooke, how you doing on this rainy day? I'm good. Countdown to Browns has begun. All right. Well, give me your general sense of uh, how do you think uh, these next couple months are going to be with uh, Jacoby Brissett at the helm? Well, I think that uh, that the skill level between Jacoby and Baker, I think Baker is probably a little bit more of a better quarterback. I'm not saying there's a huge gap, but then you factor in, I have a feeling that that the locker room, I mean, when Baker got traded, there wasn't a whole lot of, of the Browns who were on Twitter or Instagram, you know, wishing him well or giving him thanks. I mean, I think when he got traded, a lot of the locker room was like, you know what, there's too much drama here. So, and I know that the sense, at least from the coaches, some of the insiders in the NFL have all said that, yeah, I mean, Jacoby might not be the most skilled uh, quarterback, but the locker room just loves him. So I think when you factor in his skill level with his leadership quality, I think that they're probably going to be like they were last year. And I think that the defense will improve a lot. I think that the coaches have probably come up with a good game plan uh, for Jacoby. Three words, run the ball, utilize your tight ends when you need to, utilize Amari Cooper. So. You know, a lot of fans are saying, oh, they're going to go 4-0 in their first four games. I'm like, come on. Like, I think if if they were 2-2, two 3-1, and 3-1, two, and I'd be thrilled. But I think these first, what, is it 11 games? Is it 12 games for uh, Deshaun? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's 11 games. You know, I think they'll go 5-6, and six, maybe 4-7. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I think the big question mark is going to be uh, – there's a couple of question marks. First is the defense. Because last year, you had a whole bunch of new players on that defense. You had John Johnson, all-pro safety. You had Joe. Troy Hill. Pardon me? Oh, sorry. I thought it was Joe. No, it's John Johnson. You're John right. Johnson. Yeah, you had John Johnson. You had Troy Hill on the slot cover. Oh, he's gone. Uh, he's gone. Yeah, JOK, his first rookie season. Yeah, the rookie at cornerback. You got Jacob Phillips back. You got a lot. Yeah, you got a lot. You had a lot of new players running the Joe Woods defense. You think about that San Diego game, how really they gave up three broken plays for touchdowns. And I think it took a while for the defense to – come around but I think with JOK in that defense 
you're going to have, I think Joe Woods is going to open it up a lot more. I think you're going to see a lot more blitzing from JOK and maybe John Johnson. So that key is uh, for the Browns to be successful uh, is going to be number one, the defense. Then you're getting a whole new look at quarterback with Jacoby Brissett. And right away, the big difference is how big Brissett is. I mean, that guy is huge. He's like 6'4". He's like a big running back back there who can throw. And all of a sudden, those uh, bootleg plays that Baker used to run, I mean, he, like Deshaun Watson, is a threat to pick up major yardage on the runs. And I think uh, the, the tight ends that we have, which were always, I thought, very good, are going to have a breakout year. You've got, uh, and, you know, Baker consistently seemed to miss the open man, the first look. That seemed to be something that came out, especially in the Vikings game. He was just terrible, missing open receivers. And that was the beginning of OBJ, dad's film, you know, the frustration level where guys were open. Remember he misses OBJ on that long bomb? which was a touchdown. I mean, yeah, you could say the shoulder, but I mean, he, he had a tendency to just miss the easy passes, which I think is the hallmark of Stefanski play calling, which is there's going to be a guy open when Stefanski calls the play. And Brissett is exactly the kind of quarterback that I think that can thrive in a Stefanski offense. Because don't forget, Jacoby Brissett, he cut his teeth. He learned his trade under the mentorship of Bill Belichick when he came in. And Belichick's big thing was, you know what? Don't turn the ball over. Let's move the ball down. Let's get points. And I think, uh, I think Brissett is going to be a better fit uh, with the Stefanski uh, run offense. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, that he'll be i hope above average i'm not expecting him to my expectations for this season are very low uh i think that this season i'm kind of washing it off even when watson comes back i mean he's going to be i mean i listen to sports radio i mean some of these fans are just delusional they think that you know jacoby will get us to seven and four and then Watson comes in and we're six and oh I'm like this the dude hasn't played football in so long he's gonna have a couple games knock the rust off so I think Browns fans need to really temper their expectations for this year I think this would be a good opportunity for the defense to get better I think it's be a good opportunity for David Njoku to finally step up. I mean, you got a massive contract, so it's time to be one of the top tight ends in the league if, if you're getting paid like one. So we'll see. Hey, I go, I, let's go, just go across the board, starting with the defense. The defense is going to be better than it was last year, simply because you got more players who know the Joe Wood system. And you've got a, a, what I think is going to be the Miles Garrett of linebackers in JOK. He's going to be a Troy Palomalo type player. So I think the defense is more improved this year. 
given that experience, you turn to the offense, you compare our offense this year, first game versus the offense last year, first game. I mean, you, you, I remember that KC game and I'm watching it and the Browns offense just looked unstoppable, just unstoppable. And um, same thing with the Chargers. They just, you know, they're just rolling all, you know, all cylinders. But there's something, there was something about Baker Mayfield. It was almost like there was a missing gene or something in the way that guy is a quarterback, which tried to do too much, didn't stay within the scheme, was missing open receivers, like I, I said earlier. When he was on a roll, he was great, but he had long stretches where he was just terrible. Given that, I think that Jacoby Brissett at the helm and a healthy offensive line, and that's the key, you know, avoiding injuries. I think this offense is better than it was last year at the beginning of the season. And then, of course, you have the special teams with Cade York. I mean, folks, don't underestimate. I mean, that's probably nine additional points on the board compared to last year, Kate York. And remember our Scottish hammer guy who got cut halfway through the season? I mean, he cost us the KC game as well as, you know, missed field goal throughout the season. So if I go across the board, I think the Browns are better than they were last year. Now, albeit they were a 500 team, I get that, but... I just think that I think they're going to surprise people. And of course, that um, that first game in, in Carolina is just going to be fascinating. Watching uh, a Brissett led offense with Chubb, Hunt, Njoku, um, Bryant. I, I think at the class of receivers across the board, it's going to be better than it was last year with um, who's, who's our guy, uh, our new Amari. Amari Cooper, thank you. So, back to you, Brooke. Hey, let's stop here. We got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, and we'll be back. Getting your house ready to sell, or you just need some basic repairs, and you can't get anybody to come out or even return your phone call. Then call Riley Painting and Contracting, your home mechanics. For all of your home repair needs, from electrical, plumbing, roof repairs, and getting your house ready to sell. 45 years in the business, a triple A on the Better Business Bureau, and we're on the preferred contractor list in Cleveland Heights and Shaker Heights. You can contact us by calling 216-371-8160 and leave a message, and guess what? We'll call you back. Well, you sound like a true Browns fan. Yeah, I am. I am. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think my expectations are, they're not low, but they're not like they were when Freddie Kitchens was hired. I mean, that season, people were buying their tickets to the Super Bowl. I'm like, what yeah. the, like, give me a break. So, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I am cautiously optimistic. Um, and I think you're right. I am curious to see what the offense looks like with uh, a quarterback who 
I mean, he plays it safe. I think I, I was listening to the preseason game against what was that last one they played against? Um, I forget, but the commentators were saying, look, the, the quarterback you're getting out of Jacoby Brissett is, you know, he's wow you with his arm. He's not going to turn it over. He's going to hit that first read. It's not there. He's going to throw it away. He's a very capable, really great backup quarterback. And you know what? I think people look at – I think when you look at Jacoby Brissett, and for those of you old enough from my era, think the name Earl Morrill. Earl Morrill was a perennial backup who was on historically bad teams. Or another Cleveland quarterback, Bill Nelson. Bill Nelson comes in, takes over from Frank Ryan in 1968. Browns are just loaded. They had Leroy Kelly, Paul Warfield, Gary Collins, all pro line. And Bill Nelson comes in, takes over from Frank Ryan, a very indecisive quarterback. And the Browns proceed to win eight in a row and, and make the playoffs. 68, 69, they, their team was unstoppable in 69 on the offense. The same thing happened with Earl Morrill. Jacoby Brissett is going to be out of that mold of Bill Nelson and Earl Morrill, a very, very competent quarterback. And given his surrounding cast from offensive line, and I'll tell you one thing you're going to see, Brooke, I guarantee this, you're going to see Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb playing together. I mean, can you imagine Brissett going out and, and having the options of either throwing to either Hunt or Chubb in the flat one-on-one? <laughs> I mean, along with yeah, those been, tight ends. We've been dreaming about that for and a couple years now. And that's going to happen. There's no accident that it's, it's, you know, and Stefanski's tipping his hand. He doesn't have a fullback in that offense, the blocking fullback. All of a sudden, he doesn't have. A, he doesn't need to have a blocking fullback because he has a more competent um, quarterback at the helm. And 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 given that, I think number four and number five going in the Browns' favor. And yeah, I'm a raging optimist now. Number four, the reason why I think the Browns are going to be better, the coaching is going to be better. There's no drama with Baker gone. Yeah, that's and fair. So, and Stefanski is going to be able to coach without looking over his shoulder and dealing with shit he doesn't have, shouldn't be dealing with, which is what he had to do with Baker. And number five, once again, Browns fans, low expectations. Remember how we were with first the Freddie Kitchens game? And then we played Tennessee, you know, and we got our hat handed to us. They just, they just came in and just overwhelmed us. The on-the-road game against San Francisco. And Kitchens was terrible. And then the next year was Stefanski. I mean, you know, that, that game, uh, that game, side note, I broke not one, two remotes. Yeah, it was terrible. That 49ers game. I was yeah. like, was I was so mad. Yeah. And so... So we we have we have five things going for us: a better defense, a better offense with Brissett over Baker, better special teams with Cade York, and the elimination of the Scottish Hammer. We're going to have better coaching now that we got Baker gone, 
and we've got a locker, a team united. And number five, we've got low expectations. So, but it's all going to see, you know what? And if the Browns win the opening game, that is something they have not won in how many decades, Brooke? When's the last time they won the opening game of the season? Why don't you why don't you guess the quarterback? And when I tell you, you're gonna laugh. I think it's that old guy who was like 40. He came Jeff in. Garcia. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jeff freaking Garcia. <laughs> what does that tell you? <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we've got a rough second half of the season, a lot of big names so you know we're playing teams like the Panthers and the Jets and then you know the Jets could be good but we need to be a competent offense not turning the ball over and the defense has got to have to be a top five defense just be like the just be like the Chicago Bears in their late 80s good defense run the ball yeah they had Walter Payton or like the Steelers you know yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we don't, we, we, we need competency at the quarterback spot and who knows the Browns may be in a situation when Deshaun comes back that, you know, they could ease him in if Brissett's capable, but again, uh, with like, no, like, no way. Okay. Is that okay. All right. All right. Whatever. No, no, but I'm just saying that the Browns, the Browns need, competency across the board and no drama and that's going to be the key and then of course most important of all is injuries you know every you know you got to have your key players staying healthy so we will see we'll have our next podcast after uh the carolina game everybody final thoughts brick yeah it's gonna i can't believe it's you know and football's back, so and it's going to be an interesting game. And I hope the defense is riled up, but very contained uh, when they play Baker on Sunday. But that Panthers team coach must be pretty pissed that that got leaked. It's not like this game needed any more fire. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, we'll the be other ruining. thing too. And there's one last thing, and we can end on this. Brands fans need to lay back on the hate for Baker. Baker didn't do anything. He got traded. Okay, so if he wants to be mad, if he wants to be pissed about it, he had every right. All right, he didn't demand a trade. The only time he demanded a trade, very reasonably, was when it got leaked that hey, the Browns are going after. Deshaun Watson, and he wrote a very polite, loving letter to the fans of uh, Cleveland, and he said, look, I'm requesting a trade. I wish it didn't come to this, but Baker didn't do anything bad. So, you know. Well, Baker, no, but, you know, Baker was told by Andrew Barry that there were some quarterbacks that they were going to go after. He was told that, and he didn't have to get all pouty and upset. I mean, all that did was hurt, you know, hurt. He should have stayed above the fray, but that's just not in Baker's style. And I get, I love Baker. I, I, you know what I've said over and over in these past podcasts, Stefanski 
should have gotten uh, kicked in the ass by Jimmy Haslam and Andrew Barry. Why are you playing Baker? He's terrible. Put Case in. Case Keenum. I don't care whether Baker wants to play. That's irrelevant if you're the head coach. You know, you're sitting down. Do you think Belichick or Bill Parcells or Vince Lombardi, any Hall of Fame coaches would have been mumbling about, you know, I got to fix the coaching. I got to fix the coaching. Yeah, fix the coaching by doing something different, like don't start Baker. Okay. I mean, how many game after game after game, we got to listen to Stefanski speak like an NFL lifer going on about how he's, it's all about me. It's on me. It's on the coaching staff. Yeah. What do you got to change, man? Tell me. And that's why Baker got way too entitled, way too entitled. You know, you're hurt. Your head's in the wrong place. You're sitting. After that Detroit game, they should have just sat his ass down for a couple games. And you know what? Ironically, Brooke, we would have made the playoffs. We really would. We would have beat Green Bay with Case. Because we wouldn't like have four. Browns fan. Yeah, we wouldn't <laughs> have four interceptions. So, but I'm with yeah. you. I don't hate yeah. Baker. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying some of these fans who you see on Twitter or Bleach Report or they call in, you know, 92.3, the fan. I mean, it's like just lay off the hate, man. I mean, exactly. he's every right. I'm with you. He, he's you know, every right right to be pissed at this team and i think i mean i was pumped when they drafted him his first year i mean he i mean he really did help turn this franchise around so i think browns fans need to be a little more uh i agree you know sympathetic i agree we don't need him to be look at browns fans we don't need a hero okay deshaun watson his issues, his personality. Guy's 25 years old. He needs to grow up. And good for him going to get counseling. But I, I keep saying over and over again, you've got, when J- Jacoby Brissett is you've got a better, bigger, healthier version of Case Keenum or Earl Morrill. That's it. And, and all you got to do is remember the games that Case Keenum started. Every game he started, we won, right? Denver game, uh, Cincinnati game, although they didn't start their starters, there was no, there was no turnovers. He, because Keenum knew how to operate this Stefanski offense, dump offs to the tight ends. I mean, Njoku had a huge game when Case was there. And that's what you're going to see. My prediction, you're going to see if you got fantasy, draft Njoku. I think he's going to have a huge game, huge game. So we'll end on that note, optimistic Browns fans out there. And uh, hopefully Brooke won't be uh, uh, ruining remotes this Sunday. All right, Brooke? Hopefully. All right. We'll pick it up in a week, folks. Talk to you then. All right. Thank you for listening to the Cleveland Browns Anonymous podcast with Mike Riley. We have a lot more content on the way as we get this new podcast started. You can also check out some of our other podcasts, like the Cleveland Real Estate Investor Podcast and other new ones that will start soon. On any platform that you find yourself listening to us on, feel free to leave us a like or a comment 
or follow us. It always helps.